Uh, well. Yeah. Um, by the way, Doug McDermott just signed three for 42 with the Spurs. How the fuck is he making 14 mil a year? That's crazy, bro. I don't understand these deals. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of We Call It Soccer. I'm Michael. He's Walker. We're joined once again by the fabulous Owen and special surprise guest, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Nicholas B. Hughes. How are you guys doing today? Great. Doing doing well. Love that. Love that. Enthusiasm. How are our guests doing? How are our guests yeah. doing? Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy to be here, man. This is great. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm doing great as well. Thanks for asking. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know who's not doing so great, though? Our former friend, David Ochoa, who has seemingly signaled an end to his United States men's national team career by asking to switch associations to Mexico. Can't blame him. I was in his position. I'd do the same thing. You know, he's fourth on the depth chart at best. Just he's thinking about his future. And after the tournament, Matt Turner put it in what we know Horvath and Stefan can do. The future was bleak for this young man. So um, he joined the dark side, as I'm sure you Star, Star Wars fans can uh, understand what that means. I See, uh, you had me till you made the Star Wars reference. You got it all wrong. The dark side is quick and it's powerful. It, it's, it's quick and easy power, you know? Joining Mexico is becoming a goddamn loser. Dos Acero, baby. Dos Acero. They took two L's to us this year in finals and he became a loser. So I don't, the Star Wars reference is all wrong, but he is down bad, as you said. And I, 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 I also disagree. If you were in that, you would have got us to the Olympics. You're a man of principle and a man of freedom. You would have got the job done. I don't know how you would have did it, but you would have done it. And um, like I said all, these, all those weeks ago, everybody that was part of the Olympic failure does not need to be in a U.S. men's national team kit ever again. So goodbye. It was nice. You're, you're somebody that I used to know, David Ochoa. He, he played well in the Olympics. Don't care. Um, he, so he was Jackson the only Ewell. one that actually kind of deserved. So did Jackson Ewell. Jackson Ewell didn't. So he did, it, yes, he, he hit did. a ball once really well, and everything else was same old, same old from the San Jose. And, and but I don't know. And the dark side, he's going to be a starter right away in like two years. So I guess it's like instant power, right? I don't really know right. Star Wars. Ochoa is going to play for 15 more years. Guy's inevitable. He's just like, fine one. <laughs> he's not done. Ochoa is nowhere near done. Uh, Hughes and Owen, what would you guys do in that situation? Just uh, you're, you're down bad. You're the four-string goalkeeper for your, your nation, but you can switch to a parent nation of other sorts. Would you would you consider it, or would you stand pack and roll with the U.S.? Well, I think it depends on the scenario where if it's for the U.S. and me as a U.S. citizen, I think it's tough to abandon the U.S. But, I mean, I understand for a guy who wants playtime and wants minutes and knows that there's a solid three keepers above him that are, you know, consistently going to be getting the play moving forward. If a guy wants to play, I can't blame him for wanting to play. But at the same time, if you just won twice with this team and you're going to a team that just got smacked twice, why, why do that? Like, I mean, I get it. You want to play, but how good is playing when you're losing? That's a valid point. That's a valid point. Good insight there. Owen? I think I think you should never abandon America. I agree with Walker. No one on the team should ever be on the team again. It's like in basketball when like 
when we were shitty the one year won the bronze we got a whole new younger team a whole new better team with fucking Dwayne Wade and LeBron and shit we need to find our LeBron in soccer we need to find our newer better younger kids so fuck that guy he can go play for goddamn Iraq or or Mexico or Venezuela or whatever fuck him yeah yeah fair we Um, don't need him yeah yeah no yeah we don't yeah, need them. Yeah, that's... we don't. We don't need them. Right, fuck them. Well, all that said, we wish you luck, David, and all your endeavors. Um, I don't. At least, at least I. Yeah, me luck. neither. I, I didn't want to be the only one to say I don't, but fuck you. I don't wish him luck. I, I wish him L's in the future, right, and well. and and for MLS to go to pro rel and for Real Salt Lake to be relegated, for him to yell at the fans on his way down to the lower tiers of lowly lowly sunday league soccer well uh 50 of the podcast wishes you well um which is better than zero so um, good luck but kind of dead to us but good luck um moving on to the real tea of transfers as once again always brought to you by mcdonald's dollar sweet teas any place anywhere anytime one dollar small medium large make sure you get it on a hot summer's day let's move over to europe as we see, we're going to start off with a contract renewal, the talks of it. We have Ederson, Manchester City, looking on a three-year extension. Kind of a no-brainer, I think. Ederson's their keeper. Stefan's their backup. They're set there. So um, I just think it's a smart thing for City to do. I think it'll get done swiftly, and I think uh, both sides will be happy by the end of it. Now, terrible move. Give Stefan the keys. Uh, Ederson's a mistake away from being Joe Hart. And he needs to be moved on sooner rather than later. Can't even hold down his da- his job properly in his native country. How are you going to do it in the northwest of England? I mean, fair. Uh, Hughes, you're you're the in-house goalkeeper today. You got any thoughts Psycho. on? Uh, <laughs> you got any thoughts on Ederson and uh, on in him? I mean, there's a there's a situation that I look at with Ederson, which is I spent so much time just ripping on him purely for the fact. Of I knew he was on Walker's team and I didn't like him, so there was that. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, from what I've seen and from what I've watched of him, he seems solid. He seems like, you know, he gets the job done, and he seems like, for now at least, you want to keep your guy. I mean, obviously, we love our Americans here, as we do. We want to see them play. We want to see them succeed. But in terms of just a purely business move, I feel like it's, like you said, a no-brainer just has to be done. Nice, nice. Uh, Owen, Owen, you uh, you know who Ederson is? Nope. All right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. Walker mentioned Joe Hart. Uh, Celtic um, have... No, they didn't. Celtic have uh, made a move for goalkeeper Joe Hart from Tottenham. <sighs> um they're advancing in talks. I believe it's going to be a loan deal, but they're going for him. Uh, hasn't really played much in the last couple of years. I don't like it. Um, I, but, I mean, like, good for Joe, you know? Look, on Tuesday, you're playing in Champions League qualifiers. On Thursday, you're telling everybody to shoot for Europa League. And now it's Monday and you're signing Joe Hart. I do not like – where Celtic are going. They have a manager who's not qualified. He qualified 13. He finished 13th in the J League last year. I don't know how that gets you the arguably the top gig in Scotland. Doesn't make any sense, any sense at all. 
Um, the IRA needs to step in, remove this man, and we need to get an actual coach in there. Um, don't know who that is. I've heard Zidane's looking for work. Could he return Celtic to their former glory, the glory that they deserved as our Irish Catholic representation over in the Scottish Premier League? What about Greg? Uh, Greg, I mean, if he was available for employment, maybe he would consider it. But honestly, I don't think a club that's not consistently finishing in the Champions League could afford what Greg would demand on the open market right now, given his unparalleled success in international competitions this summer. Wow. That is fact. Unparalleled. Double, double your favorite national team's trophies, or infinitely more. Sure, sure. Manchester City again. Uh, Jack Grealish, and we reported about on the Instagram and the Twitters that City and Grealish, City and not Grealish, but City and Villa have come to a verbal agreement that should be made official the next few hours over Jack Grealish. Look for that to have some talk in the news over the next 72, especially with this Harry Kane news that has just come out today that he missed training uh, in order to force a move away from Tottenham. I So I think... Uh, City can't get both done, I feel. They could. They definitely could, but I don't think they will. Uh, so I think it's either one or the other, and that may delay the Grealish transfer, but I do not think so. I think Kane will stay at Tottenham because he'll give this act up in a couple days, and uh, that'll be all she wrote. But, yeah, it looks like Grealish to City is a real, real possibility. We're going to get both of them after Manchester City sell Bernardo Silva to Atletico Madrid. That's all going to happen. And um, that's not even the point. The real point is Amazon got to Tottenham way too early. They should have got this season. This is prime hard knocks material. This is Darrell Revis not showing up for the first two weeks of Jets training camp and Rex Ryan just snacking and stressing out about it. I need to see this. Harry Kane, let it get ugly. Man City, drag your feet. Be, be bastards on that price. And I, I just can't wait to see how this plays out in tandem with um, Nuno just trying to figure out how to get Spurs back into Europe. Yeah, why, so, trying to figure out why he took the job. Uh, <laughs> he got, got, a, he got fired. Got a question here, yeah. if you don't mind. Never. So when England was in the Euro finals in the pens against Italy, was Grealish expected, I guess, would you say, to be one of the guys taking those pens? I, I would have said, if you told me, like, who was going to take them, I would have put him over definitely Saka, and given the circumstances, Rashford and Sancho okay. for coming on. But uh, according to him, he told Southgate that he wanted to take a pen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he didn't listen, but I don't know. It's very Southgate-y to put a 19-year-old out there, but I think he would have listened to Grillish. So I don't really know. I don't buy it. I don't okay. Because when I was watching that, obviously we were talking about that, and I said, because he's one of the only players that I know in the transfer market where I was saying, this guy's obviously supposed to be very good, but he's not stepping up in the biggest moments on the biggest stage for his country, which is what you should – that should be your dream mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're him. So if he's not willing to step up in that moment, in probably the biggest moment he'll have for a while, that's not, I'm going to say it, and I know this is going to sound dumb as can be, but I don't know if I want that guy, just to be straight up. Like if a guy's not going to show up in the big time moments and not want to step up, I could find so many more players that have 
obviously a lesser talent, but that drive that you want, I'll take those guys every time. I like that take, Hughes. I love that take, especially considering what our nation has just accomplished in the past hours. Facts. We're fucking dope, dude. We're just, we're so awesome. Any thoughts on Hughes' thoughts on the Grealish? I see what he's saying, kind of. I don't really know too much of the details about the England penalty situation, so I can't comment too in-depth, but I can comment on what I perceive as Grealish's passion. Maybe he didn't step up, but the, the guy tracks back. He he is Aston Villa, and they can sign Buendia and try and go in for Emil Smith-Rowe, and who else did they get? They got uh, Leon Bailey. Yeah, they could get three Leon Baileys, and he's not going to replace the work that Jack Grealish puts in. He's not going to have to do the same at City. And, you know, maybe he's maybe he's just another choker in the long story of the Champions League choking. So maybe Hughes has a point. Maybe. maybe. I mean, maybe. I'm he's not going to sit here and deny the talent. We all know that's there. Mm-hmm. It's just when it comes down to the big moments, if you're going to be paying him to be a big moment guy and he, and he's just not that, is it really yeah. worth it? Is he even a big – has he ever shown to be a big yeah. guy? Not, no. Not the thing is, has he, been, the has he been in a – I mean, obviously, we mentioned England, but let's say with club, has he ever been in a position to be that big moment guy? I don't I mean, know. If you count a championship yeah, playoff, yeah. But that's uh, – he was against Frank Lampard, who, you know, if – he was fired. He lost his job, Nick Hughes. He did a bad job. So he did clearly, a terrible job. Clearly, that's he, that big. He got fired to a guy who came in and just won the hardest thing to win in the world. So yeah. that, should, that says it all. But uh, that yeah. say a lot. Yeah, it's and uh, going back to Villa, as you said, that the, those you named a couple of players that they tried to get to replace Grealish or fill in or pair with him. We do not know. Uh, but one of those names again was James Ward-Prowse they were looking to bring in. They have bid and gotten a bid rejected for him of around $25 million. Reports looked that uh, he could – they're not he, but Villa could go back in for James Ward-Prowse in the coming days. Um, I like this move, especially if Grealish is gone. You have a set-piece threat. You have a set-piece taker. You have a good passer, and you have a hard worker. As we know, Ward-Prowse was unrightfully left off of the English squad. So uh, you do have an English caliber player there or a national team caliber player that you could bring in to replace who you just lost along with other moving parts for a fraction of the money you gained. So that comes to fruition. I'd really like it. I'd like it for Villa. Yeah, I love that, dude. Why? That'd be awesome. Like, uh, Grealish, I think he was the most fouled player in the Premier League last season. So Mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of – chances for the guy who scored the most free kicks in the Premier League that season. The math, it works out. It works out as that being a good sign. And that being said, then you jack up that bid. $25 million for the best dead ball specialist in the world. Open in play. The world. Or, or opening bid. Open bid. Opening bid. It needs to be like, it needs to be, you need to get that up to $40, 50000000 You could even go into the 60 range. James Ward-Prowse is a wow. special talent. Wow. A mercurial player striking the ball dead. He is better than Messi and Ronaldo put together at free kicks. Ronaldo being good at free kicks is a myth, but uh, I don't, it is it's not. You, you know, watch the World Cup in 2018. Yeah, but you know, since 2017, uh, for club and country, they've combined for 21 free kicks, and Messi scored 20 of them. Look, Ronaldo has um, 
Ronaldo was 30-plus in all three of those seasons. I'm not saying he's better than Messi. Messi's the GOAT. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I'm saying that James Ward-Prowse is better than both of those cats put together taking free kicks. So you're saying in the 90th minute of the UCL final. Martian's got the death beam pointed at the planet, fate of the universe on the line. Give me James Ward-Prowse. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. Who made more free kicks this year? James Ward-Prowse or insert player name? Uh, I, I don't know. Let's say James Messi. Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse. Really? Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay, fair, fair. I'd take Messi because it's Messi. It's fair. He made a couple <laughs> big free kicks in Copa America. Yeah, yeah. He, he made more free kicks than the entirety of the Euros. Um, so that's... That's James didn't get to go to the Euros. <laughs> he wouldn't have been over him. Trippier would have been over all of them anyway. So. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. All right, look, we digress. We digress. Is there any more tea? Yeah, I'll run through a little bit super quick. Leeds offered $30 million for Adama Traore, uh, reportedly has been denied. Uh, would have been cool. West Ham are set to make a big offer for Kurt Zuma. Uh, Latoro Martinez has rejected Arsenal. That's not really news. Just wanted to let you guys know how much of a joke that club is. Christian Romero uh, to Tottenham is one step closer. It's Fabrizio reported today, as we talked about last week. So little subtweet. Uh, Axel Twanzebi is caught between Newcastle and Aston Villa as a $5 million loan piece. Um, Saul from Atletico Madrid is looking to come to England and would do that before going to any other country in the world. He wants to play for Liverpool or United. And finally, the last bit of transfer tea that I think has any kind of meaning. There's a bunch of other stuff, but... uh. Jesse Lingard does not want to play for West Ham United next season after uh, being their best player down the stretch. He has decided that he does not want to go back and he'd rather move abroad or rot on the bench at Manchester United. Yeah, that's a shame for Jesse. uh, Declan Rice is heartbroken about that. I've seen other rumors of Adama Traore from other Premier League clubs and some bigger clubs in Spain. Looks like Mm -hmm. people are interested or and or he wants to move. I wouldn't be surprised if both were true. You know, he, I'd like to see him at a – I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him. I like watching him. Then product isn't really there, but he makes things happen. And he beat Man City by himself one time. So I, I have a special respect for Adama. Christian Romero isn't going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get yeah. paid a lot of money, though. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. No, I forgot the two most important ones that we haven't really touched on, but uh, two Americans, same team in Italy. I don't know if we ever saw oh, yeah. that. Oh, let's but, just uh, ink it. Yeah. yeah. Ink it, possibly a third. I'm forgetting the name, but I saw it. I tweeted about it. Uh, that'd be dope. They also have crazy cool jerseys, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but, yeah, no, um, that does it for Transfer Tea, brought to you by McDonald's. Oh. And we have some... Breaking news. 
No, it's not breaking. Alphonse Areola going back on oh. the fucking West Ham. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's West Ham. Awesome. Movie. That's fantastic. Yes. Alphonse Areola, uh, Areola, according to post shot, post goals allowed, post shot goals allowed XG. I believe I'm saying that right. It's basically the goals you you got you allowed minus the goals they expected you allowed versus by XG. And Alphonse had the best in the in the Premier League last season. As a fact, in front of Ederson, in front of Allison, in front of anybody else in the Premier League, Alphonse Ariola had the best. So, big pickup for West Ham. And Fabianski's no scrub, but he's injured a lot. And Ariola's better. Yes. Yes, and younger. But it'll probably end up being another Lingard type. They're going to pop the check and they won't. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see, but that does it for the tea. And uh, we'll be right back at you after a message from our lovely sponsors. This episode of the We Call It Soccer Show is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the greatest, bestest, amazingest tasting hard seltzers on the market. They stand out with not only their flavor and quality assurance, but they stand out with their ability to provide key nutrients and vitamins to you in your daily diet. They provide antioxidant vitamin C from the Acelera Superfruit and almost all of their flavors. Go check them out if you're over the age of 21 in America. And if you can find them over in the UK, go check them out if you're over 18. I cannot stress enough. This is my favorite drink after a long day of work and watching a game on Saturday with my friends and family. Busy hard seltzers. Great taste. Great quality. Great buy. Shout out the folks at Busy for sponsoring this week's episode. All right, where do we want to go next? Oh, the Bucks just re-signed Bobby Portis, baby. Blue-collar Bobby back in a blue-collar city. Two years, $9 million deal. Sham's first time. Dude, two for ah. nine? Ah. Yeah, two great. for no. nine? Two for nine. Bobby sacrificing again. That's Bobby should have got a that bag. Is, that is such a steal. Got a bag. That is Bobby such didn't a want a bag. He wants another ring. He did get a, a raise, though. He got a raise. So He could have got a lot more money. Oh, yeah. He could have got, like, three for 28. Probably from the Bulls. Dude, two for nine mm-hmm. is unreal for him. Yes, blue collar Bob. I'm getting a Bobby Portis jersey. Keep that in, Owen, so it's inked in history. All right. Going over to the Premier League, coming back at you guys with our previews for the season. We're going to start with the club that everybody is talking about because the man that we were just talking about, Jack Grealish, could be on the move from Aston Villa, the Villains. Uh, over to Man City, but the villains, other than potentially losing their very best player, their heart and soul, their captain, everything they are, they've signed Emmanuel Bendia, um, Ashley Young on a free, Leon Bailey, and uh, two other no names. They they lost Tom Heaton to the Red Devils. You're to your guys, mm-hmm. veteran vet. But other than that, they're running it back. Tyrone Mingzi and Kanza in the back. Matty Cash, I like him. Ashley Young is ambidextrous. Uh, that midfield is going to be solid if they could get that James Ward-Prowse move done. McGinn, uh, Douglas Louise, James Ward-Prowse, Grealish, Ollie Watkins, and uh, either Traore or Ghazi on the wings. Leon Bailey and Buendia as well. They're, Aston Villa, if they keep everybody and get the and get and get a and get Ward Prowse as well, they might be like eighth or something like that. Might be like eighth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I see him as a 
as a mid-table team. And then that's without Grealish, I think. Uh, he's obviously a huge part to their squad. And if he stays, that's amazing because he's inking a new deal. But uh, if he doesn't, I think that they're making the right moves to replace someone of his caliber because it's hard to replace him with just one guy. But they're bringing in a bunch of pieces that uh, – can help the team in a various different ways and uh, fill in weak spots. So I think they're moving in the right direction. It's uh, yeah, like I said, I think it's a mid table finish. I don't think they're in fear of relegation. I also don't think they're in hopes of Europe, uh, even with the new conference league, but should just be a run of the mill season for the villains going to be tough, especially if Grealish leaves to bounce back from such a cataclysmic event. Um, but yeah, hopefully Hopefully he doesn't, to be honest. Not just because, like, if I don't want to go to City, I think uh, I think Villa and him are a good fit. I think they're a good fit. They're a partnership that works. For now. He needs to leave it someday, but I'd like to see another year. Well, what if you, you can know? get him to Europe? Well, let's say he stays this year, gets him to Europe. Let's say the Conference League. Uh, then they go and win it next year. And then he leaves. Perfect. You think he'd leave after that? I think you. I think that's the perfect time to leave. No, that's that's that is the peak of Aston Villa in, in today's football. <laughs> Aston Villa ain't going higher than that. Yeah. Well, because no. winning the Conference League gets you Europa League qualification. Yeah. Maybe one day they could be Leicester and bottle themselves out of fifth place, out of fourth place every year. All right. Why not? I don't know. He needs he needs to leave sooner or later, win some trophies, just like Kerry Kane. Don't want to compare Villa to Spurs, but like the resources. I'd rather play for Villa than Spurs, though. Um. Yeah. Especially, I would not be. Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Ink that. I would not be caught dead in what they wear, though. <laughs> I think being on Spurs would be cooler. You'd be way more famous. You'd live a way more lavish lifestyle. I think. And I think Spurs party harder. Just looking at the players on their team, they just like look like cooler guys to hang out with. I know Matty Cash seems pretty cool. Matty Cash does seem cool. Um, you can't understand Harry Kane, and he's he's your captain. You don't need to. I mean, it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. John McGinn yeah. has a notoriously fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yaya Torre wrote a whole article on The Athletic. You guys can find it on The Athletic. Beautiful website. Um, they'll probably buy us out one day. Uh, he talked about the importance of having a big bum, as he calls it, in football and how it helps you. And John McGinn was his shining example. Oh, leave it to a man steady legend. Let's move to Tottenham. Let's move to the Tottenham Hotspurs, as Owen was talking about. We got some moves coming in. Brian Gill. Mercurial talent out of Sevilla, youngin. He is a wonder kid in uh, FIFA career mode. He will develop like a Malfa. Um, Ryan Sessegnon is coming back from his loan. As you said, uh, Christian Romero could be on the way in. They um, they lost Juan Foyth last year, so that kind of sucks. Uh, Tobias Alderweireld is going to play in the Qatari League. Danny Rose is over in Watford and going the other way in the Brian Gill deal is um, uh, Eric Lamella and obviously Gareth Bale and Carlos, Carlos Vinicius's loans both expired. Nuno has an uphill battle to climb, but he's a good manager. 
I think it could be a season similar to next year in terms of uh, last year in terms of placement, but that's fine. I don't think Spurs fans are or, or should be expecting much, especially with Kane on the way out. It's going to be painful, but uh, they're not going to get relegated. So that's, that, that's, that is what it is, but no Europe, no Europe, none. No, no. Um, I, I think Kane will stay, but I think everything else he said is spot on. They have no chance of anything. They're just going to be a run-of-the-mill uh, North London club, just like their other one. And, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, their biggest story of the year is going to be whether or not Harry Kane stays or leaves, and that's going to be the only thing they have to talk about. Uh, Nuno, he's good. I like him a lot, but I don't like Spurs at all. They're, I just don't like their roster. I don't like their makeup. I don't like their mentality that uh, they had under Mourinho. Um, I think they have a lot of overrated players, and I think that a, a mid-table finish is definitely in store for these guys. If I had to pick a pick a little place, like around where I would put them, I'd probably put them uh, slightly above Villa, maybe ninth, ninth around there. Wow. Wow, yeah. No, yeah, I see that. Round ninth, maybe even lower, maybe like twelfth, thirteenth, maybe lower half of the table. I can see it. I don't expect good things from them. I th- think Kane should hold out as long as possible. Also, I'd love to see that get super ugly. He also doesn't have the balls to do that. Yes, he can. He has the balls and the money. To just eat fines with his crooked teeth. Uh, Owen Hughes, any thoughts on Tottenham Hotspur? You guys know they're they're uh, perennial failures. I I do. Um as most of my soccer knowledge comes from you guys, I've kind of been brainwashed into hating Spurs and I now fully enjoy doing that. It's great. They're just, they're just there. They're nothing special in any way. And I honestly, I don't care if Harry Kane drags it out or not. Cause either way, they're going to be miserable. Cause if he drags it out and stays, they're miserable from that. If he drags it out and leaves, they're obviously miserable from not having him either way. I see being a failure for them. So that's great. Love that. And I mean, I mean, we all know they're just they're just nothing special at all. So seeing them being anywhere above like I don't know seven would be a shock to me. And I mean, if they do, great. I just spoke it into existence, so it's probably going to happen. Sorry, guys, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, this this may be a very powerful example of the curse of this happens. Some yes. uh, it, on paper there are definitely. Seven teams better than Spurs with an unhappy Harry Kane. I will, we will see how powerful. I will is. go on record to test the curse and say, Spurs' ceiling, absolute ceiling, can't go above is seven. All right, all right. Get, get the ribbons out. Lock get it the in. White and navy ribbons out. Tottenham have won the league. <laughs> Imagine! Oh my gosh! Oh my god! That that'd be crazy. I'd ask Crazier you, things have happened. Crazier things are happening. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. The Eagles won the Super Bowl because of me. That's what I'm me. saying. This would be this would be this would be crazy. When is the last Spurs trophy? Their last division one trophy, first division yeah. trophy, came uh was closer to the death of Queen Victoria than it is to today. Yeah, when was it? Uh right around forty four thousand days ago. Or no, twenty two thousand days ago, sorry. Jesus, I think twenty two thousand and like probably gets twenty five. 
That was their top won, flight, though. They won the Audi a, Cup a couple Can we get a date, maybe? They won the FA Cup, though, in 91. They, wow. won the, they, won the, they won the energy drink before. I think it might have been the milk cup back in the day, 2007-8. Well, all I can so, say yeah, is Spurs no, fans, Eagles if you win, you're crazier. welcome. Eagles is way crazier. Yeah. So Spurs fans, is, if you win, yeah. you're welcome. That's all I can say. I definitely think Congratulations. Spurs is way crazy. That's like, I might throw a little something on it. Those now. are flukes. Those, like, you can get a fluke win in a cup. You can't fluke a league. You're right. You can't fluke a league. And you can fluke a playoffs. You can't fluke a league. Yeah. Yeah. So And we good. did fluke a playoffs. We definitely fluked. A, Nick Foles fluked the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You're man. welcome. He won he, a fucking playoffs, Walker. That's treason. No, I know. He could have gone He could have gone <laughs> back to back. He could have gone back to back if Alshon didn't drop that shit. He put it in his bread basket. If Hughes made another bet with you, maybe. Have, have I ever maybe. told you my horrible story about that catch? No. All right. So I I was flying home. I was I came or no I I came home to visit and I was flying back to Texas and I got I had a, a connecting flight in DC that I didn't even know about to like the day before. So I get to I'm on this plane for like so fucking long. I, the Eagles game hadn't even started yet and I was on the goddamn plane just flying to fucking DC for so long because it started snowing that like I missed the whole fucking game and I got off the plane. I walked to a nearby bar and looked at the TV and Alshon Jeffrey, the pass went right through his hands. And that was the only play I saw. And I had a suspicion from the year before, because when I watched the Eagles, the year they won the Super Bowl, they lost three games. I watched all three of those games. Didn't watch 13. They won. So then I, I thought I was the jinx, but it was just, it just crushed my heart. And then I got stuck in DC and that was even worse. It was like a double slap in the face. Oh, yeah, being stuck in D.C. must have been tough. And only seeing Alshon. Did you did you watch the rest of that game at all? I no, mean, it was just sad. I just no. I couldn't even I couldn't even bring myself. <laughs> well, well, well now for, my whole mood. Well, now former Eagle Craven LeBlanc made a sick one-handed interception that game at Ubis. It's just one of the craziest plays ever. But um <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. And Josh Josh Adams, future Jets star, had himself a day. I feel All like right, future we're, we're, Jets star is an oxymoron. No, yeah. He's um he's a beast, Mercurial talent, Dr. J from Uptown. He's from he's from Upper Derby, Philly kid. Played on the Eagles for like six months. Um, he's gonna be a Jets star. Um speaking of stars. Jesse Lingard said he didn't want to play at West Ham anymore. And that kind of sucks because he is a mercurial talent. He is a star. But um, to replace him, they signed Craig Dawson, leader, mercurial talent, old man, and Alphonse Areola on loan. They lost Philippe Anderson to Lazio. And um, Saeed Ben-Rama's been having himself a preseason, looking like they're going to run it back with the same crew they did last year. They're going to be in Europe. Mikel Antonio um, has the biggest willy in the Premier League. And I think the Beach Moys are in for a dip in their performance because the squad's not as uh, not deep. The squad's not deep enough to finish that high again. Uh, they're they're going to go back to doing West Ham things. Tops, like, eighth or ninth, probably lower. Yeah, uh, totally agree. No Lingard, no party. Uh they can keep Declan Rice out because he's overrated. Um, they made some good signings, you know. 
goalkeeper's gonna gonna get you some points, but he's not gonna win you games. He will get you draws, and uh, I think they're gonna be draw mongers. I could see them having around ten draws this year, a good bit of their season. Uh, I would guess nine, and I think that's what they're gonna have to live on. They're gonna be a B Tech Burnley, not in the sense that they play, but in how they get their points and how they acquire their points. It's just gonna be ugly. Uh, occasional really good games, but a lot of disappointment from this side. I see them just slightly lower mid-table. I'm not saying relegation fodder, but uh, I'm saying disappointment. I'm saying uh, I I think you finish an 11th, a good job. But I think it's going to be lower than that. Yeah, I I agree. And and it wasn't even two years ago that they were – really in the relegation fight. So with the fixture congestion, it's really wouldn't be a shock. And Mikel Antonio already had a career year last year. He's going to need to do even more than that. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're in Europe, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah. 11th, amazing job. You're finishing like 13th. Or 14th. It's tough. But Um, but they'll win a trophy. They'll win the Europa League. I, I don't think they'll win the European League. <laughs> I don't think so. Not without Lingard. No. Mikel Antonio will be watch. Will be fun to watch, though. Um, all right. Do you want to drop your hottest prediction of the season first or mine? You can go first. I'll, I'll, I'll all right. You. All right. Then we are going over to the beautiful, just so kidding, it is, just kidding, it is almost as outdated as Old Trafford. We're going to Ellen Road, Leeds United, coached by Marcelo Bielsa, the mad scientist, probably the best manager in the Premier League right now. Um, They're running it back with the same squad, plus a goalkeeper, Christopher Clayson from Valengra, from Norway, 20 years old competition for Jan Smelier. Uh, Jack Harrison made permanent for a clean 14 mil and Junior Furpo um, fullback from Barcelona coming over. It's awesome. I love what they're doing. I love how Leeds play. They're primed and ready to repeat what they did last year at least. They got Rafinha under full off season. Rodrigo's back. Patty Bamford had was snubbed out of the Euros. I'll say it. He should have gone over Tyrone Mings and such. And, um, you know, they, I, I just love what they're doing over there. Calvin Phillips especially. He had an amazing Euros, and he's going to carry that momentum back into Leeds. Alioski's a great player. Furpo's good. Barry Douglas. Dallas Stewart. Oh, there's just so many talented, talented players that, you know, were kind of nobodies three years ago. And then Marcelo Bielsa found them, made them into, uh, like, 200 times better than anybody thought they ever could be. And that's why they're going to do 200 times better than anybody thinks they can be this year. Leeds United are going to Europe. They're not only going to Europe, they're finishing in the top six of the Premier League. They could even sneak into the Champions League if if all things roll their way. I think fifth is is their most likely finish, but they're, they're definitely going to Europe. Wow. You had me until you said fifth, Europe, Champions League, all those things that are unattainable. Um, I think we're going to see Leeds finish around uh, 
ninth right now. Uh, or not right now, but this season. Um, they're going to get better. I think they are going to sign more people. I think uh, they could, could use the likes of like a Dan James. Um, someone who's a hard worker, Pacey, can play in a ball. Uh, and it's always good to have a good amount of versatile players. Uh, Firpo is going to be a huge signing for them. Love Rafinha, what he can do. Um, Patty Bamford, I think, is incredibly overrated. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, no, they're going to they're gonna finish top ten. It's just uh, how close to ten they finish, and I think it'll be pretty close. But um, no disrespect to them. I just don't see Europe in the cards for them. But I do see, yet again, another exciting end-to-end lack of defense, uh, mm-hmm. high-scoring Mm-mm. game from them. I we, I we did it out again. We did, uh, like, the whole table thing. My goal – I didn't even realize, just, like, going through, did 38 games, didn't look. Their goal difference was one for me. I didn't even realize it. I mean, really? I got the goal difference to one. Nice. So, That's how many was this year, too. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be a little bit more of the same. Uh, no. is going to grow. Melier will grow, and but – the way they play is just so – like, it's just if you can beat them with how they play, they don't have a plan B. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because their plan A is good. But if you can beat their plan A, like, it's going to be a game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Here's the thing. I have them with a 25-goal differential. Holy shit. You know why? How many goals do you have them conceding? Uh, my number may be a little high, so no one bark at me, but uh, have them conceding 60. I'm conceding 53. Okay. Just okay. putting up 78 big ones on them, though. Jesus, because they got, they got Rodrigo. They got Patty Bamford. They got Rafinha. They got Jack Harrison. They got Calvin Phillips. He can score. They're going to have Alioski. Furpo's basically going to be another winger. Uh, Dallas Stewart is going to be allowed to play higher up the pitch because he doesn't need to play fullback anymore. It, they're just they're going to score so many goals. They're going to score so many goals. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Murder ball. Murder ball. All the way. All right. Where, so yeah. where does that put, put them offensively in the league for you? For me? Yeah, like uh, what, what uh, 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 goals? The fourth highest scoring Third. team. Third. The third highest scoring team. Yes. Wow. And they, they narrowly edge out Liverpool, who finished second in the league, but um, fourth in goals scored. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, that's Leeds. I have City third in my table as well. Wow. This is pre-Kane and Grealish signings becoming legitimate. So, if that happens, this goes out the window. City win the league. But right now, as things stand, Chelsea win will win the Premier League. <sighs> Well, yes. well uh, all right. I guess it's Leeds. Uh, what team's it's next? Leeds. Brighton. Brighton, Hove mm. Albion. Tell me what Graham Potter's going to do over there. Do you, do you want me to run you down the, the transfers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be yeah. great. It'd be a perfect okay. segue into what I got to dish out. They have signed um, a central midfielder, Enoch Mwepu, from RB Salzburg, you know how RB Salzburg do. They shit out talent. I, I don't really know who he is, but he's definitely really good. Uh, Kiel Sherpin from Ajax, same thing, shits talent. And Matt Clark from West Bromwich Albion. Uh, I don't know. They, um, 
it's that's it that's it for the arrivals no departures nice nice um oh wait ben white ben white ben white i'm lying no ben white Jahan's back they lost uh maddie ryan they lost and bernardo they lost potter's silky seagulls uh would have finished top five if they could finish at a reasonable rate last year Finishing comes with growth. It comes with maturity. It comes with becoming a better man, becoming a better player. And the catch-22 to all those things is that they all come with getting older, getting wiser. Uh, Neil Mape, it's, it's a breakout year for him this year, and no doubt about it, he will. Uh, he will fire this team forward. Brighton are going to finish. Top six. No. There's no shot. No, absolutely no shot. And they're going to do it. And they're going to do it uh, outside of the top nine in goal score. They're going to be clinical as all hell. They're not going to create many chips, but they're going to finish. And they're going to play beautiful, silky football. Owen and Nick Hughes, thoughts on thoughts on a team that is notorious for not scoring goals, finishing in the top six of the Premier League. How's the defense looking? They just lost their best center back yeah. to Arsenal. But he I went mean, to Arsenal, so that says that says that, the caliber of mentality. That does say a lot. That does say a lot. He's a he's a feeble minded man, weak in the head, going to Arsenal. But I will say this: if you got you just have an absolute just anchor of a defense. You just gotta get just gotta get one a game, sometimes two, and you're you're fine. That's it. That's all you gotta do. So if you're not gonna score a lot, just just don't let them score. That that's the whole point, right? Just just don't let them score, and you'll be fine. Yeah, that'll that'll win you points, especially in today's economy. In today's economy, you know what has today's economy absolutely booming? Um. No. 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 Enlighten. No. Well, I'll enlighten you. It is the amount of money that people are going to spend on the copious number of beautiful kits that we have on display for the upcoming Premier League season, and we are here to tell you about our favorite kits in the upcoming Premier League season, as well as the ugliest kits. We're going to tell you which ones to buy, which ones are going to cause their teams to do bad on the pitch because there is a correlation. There is a hard correlation between having an ugly kit and being an ugly person on the pitch. And uh, we're going to, we're going to dive deep into that. So uh, resident guest, uh, Sheffield United relegated championship team fan. How have we not touched on that? How have we not touched on the fact Nick Hughes is a Sheffield oh, yeah. United fan? He got him relegated. It's the curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> to, all the, to all the Sheffield lads out there, I apologize. That one's on me. That one's on me, boys. I'll, <laughs> Wednesday I'll fan, listen, so he probably is thanking you. Um, I'll eat that one. That's on me. But, right. I mean, so I have a, a bottom three. And that's like a, a firm three for the for the ones I like the most. I, I got a top five, if that's okay. That's, that's I couldn't okay. I couldn't narrow yeah. it down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think these are all these are all in contention. You're setting the pace, kid. I'm gonna go 
This is in no order because I can't decide. Ooh, and, um, no, come on. All right. All right. All right. I'll order it. I'll order it. I'll order it. Since I'm giving five, I'll order. All right. Number one. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be Man City's away kits. Uh, Those things are just absolutely beautiful. Is that number one? Is in like that the is best number one five. best. That is number okay. one. My favorite. Okay. Number one. I'm going one to five in the favorites right now. It's got to be City's aways. Those things are just so clean. Mm. It's just. It's just unbelievable. So simple. The logo, the grading, and the colors just amazing. That that's a no brainer for me. Absolute no brainer. Which also does a great job in countering their very plain and you know bland home kits that they have. So I think that's a big step in the right direction for them. At number two, I have Brighton's away kit. I love the color. I think this just is phenomenal. I think the pattern on the sleeves is great. It goes with it well, and it doesn't create some sort of weird class that a lot of other jerseys have. I, I have this as my solid two. Then at three, I go with Aston Villa's away kit. Um, similar to my reasoning on cities, I think it's just super clean. I... I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that maroon, it looks like. I'm going to call it maroon. I think it's great. It's super simple, super clean, really like that. Then at four and five, these are close for me, but I like them both. At four, we are going to put Newcastle's aways. I really like these. Again, super simple, but the pattern with the gold lettering is just, it's super just doesn't pop out of you but at the same time it's not just bland it's, it's a it's a real good look in the white collar to go with the black jersey it's just a nice little contrast that works great and then at number five i have norwich's aways um those colors are great together the logo is nice and clean it's not too invasive which is a big problem i have with a lot of these jerseys the logo just takes up too much space it just gets in the way but this is just a super, super clean jersey, and that rounds out my top five of the ones that I like. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of them. You know, I, I love the Brighton one, the Man City one, very clean, simple look. The Aston Villa one, mm-hmm. personally, I think that's the best kit. I think that's the best kit out there, and I'm glad that's that. your one. That's yeah, your that's one. That's my one. That's right. my one. What's, what's I don't think it's that good. I, oh, I, with I hate maroon. to jump that's in, but one. that's my one, that dude. I'm. I'm going to bat, dude. It's clean, dude. It's got the, so it's got clean. The little, it's got the little pinstripe, the the two pinstripes on it. It's got but the kazoo. And it's not. It's not an invasive monster. pinstripe either. It's nice and simple. It's not it's an not invasive like popping out at you. Like That's popping what out the stripes are for. No, no, no. But having invasive. Dude, having the two there is just so like clean. subtle but great. It's clean, man. There's enough space between the logo and the continuation of it the is. stripe and the collar. Kappa's amazing. And they, I like how they changed the crest. They put it with the white, and it's yeah. just the letters and the like lion. That's so nice. So nice. It's am- yeah, it's an amazing kit. And that's why I like the city one as well, to your point. But yeah, it's not in my top three. They're similar but different. One is a lot more laid back, and one is a lot more vibrant. There's a better white kit. There's a better white kit. You missed Nikki's. Oh, it's Everton's third kit. It's Everton's third kit. That that has to oh. be in my top three. 
How do it I has the it has the it has the whited out crest. It has the unique arrow shaped thing going tire down mark. the middle. Tire mark. Tire. That's a tire yeah. mark. It looks like a tire. Mark. It looks like a tire tread. Like it does. It. I like it. I like big the tire fan of the tread. crest. I will say, big fan of the crest. There. That's. I like their sponsor. Kazoo. It looks like a car rental company that I'm looking at it more. The A seems to have some some windows on it. I like the the other sponsor. It's an all around clean kit, white, black, and yellow. It's kind of like a, a drippy Batman of sorts. Dude, you know what? But why the fuck is that tire tread there? The fuck? I, that's, why is I it like there? It. I don't know why it's the, there. But it doesn't need to be there. Part of the kit. Uh, yeah, it, I think it ties noise. it all together. Imagine yeah. you take it away. The kit's bland. It's it's not sure. It's, if you take it away, it's bland. Like I agree with that. Pulls it off I don't head. think having the tire track there makes it a top three kit. The road dog. I think. I think it does. I think it's unique. I think it does. But that's why we if, agree if to disagree, and this is all subjective, anyways. No, no, you, can you can be wrong. You can be wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can be wrong. If you put anything that Spurs is wearing in your top ten kits in the Premier League, no, your top nineteen. Yeah, then you need to you need to get out. I gotta be honest. I don't hate the away one. It's Who's just away weird. one. Who's worse? Oh my god! Yeah, oh it's my not god! Bad, no, no, no! It's Walker. Like, There's Walker. nothing good about Spurs it. away one. Spurs away. Oh, they're away. Spurs He's talking about away. their away. I thought he said yeah, like white. it's like I can understand that away. Yeah, yeah, away. Like can the, you, uh, it, oh, I can understand. No, it's like objectively. No, well, we need to say right? this. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Look. We'll get we'll get back to it. We'll right. get back to it. So what's your third? My third and my third kit is a really cool kit, undeniably cool. Um, it's uh, Southampton's third kit, the black and the red. Um, again, I'm a big oh, fan nice. of the badge being changed. They uh, they have a cool you know sponsor. Gambling is nice, and if you if you notice if you zoom in on the black, little football pitches all across the the kit in it. It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch, and I like it. For a weird Austrian man, a weird Chinese-owned communist-backed team, I don't care. It's a cool kit. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, I, I kind of glanced over this one. This is a, it's a fucking nice kit right there. That's a nice fucking, nice fucking design right there. Yeah, I, I, I really like – I like the watermark. It's not – I didn't notice it at first, but it's uh, – it, you think it might be ugly put in, like, a pitch – on on a kit, you know, but it works. It works. Subtle. All right. Owen Fahey. Any any kits you guys you guys wanna you wanna highlight? I kinda already said this earlier. This isn't I'm not gonna go back to it, but oh my god. I can understand how th- these ones look dumb, but Chelsea's <laughs> away ones are kinda cool. They kinda like they're kinda like nineties NBA. I like the number. Like I can understand why you would think it looks dumb. But I kind of fuck with it. I like it. I like the yellow and black. If I had to pick between Chelsea's away and Chelsea's home, I'd take Chelsea's away every time. Yes. That's why, why the yeah. fuck are there two patterns on the Chelsea home kits? I don't there's like three, it. actually, because there's the little pattern inside the theme. Inside yeah, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. God, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, any other ones, Owen? Or uh, just the Chelsea one catching your eye? No, I think that was the only one. Like Walker and Nick Hughes said, the my top five. I kept like saying, like, God damn it! Every time Nick Hughes would take one of the ones I had already picked out. Uh, all right, all right. Um, my I'll start from the bottom of mine. 
for uh, my three. I'm going to put the Liverpool aways, the collared greens, the cream colored with the orange badge and the green uh, accents. I think it's a really nice kit. I'm a sucker for collared kits. Uh, I just think they're awesome. Um, you guys have said a bunch of really nice one, nice ones. So for my number two, I'm a uh, hmm. I think I'm gonna slot in. Oh, this is this is a this is a tough one. I think I'm gonna slot in West Ham's aways. Uh, the white with the blue stripes. I love. I'm a sucker for baby blue, um, and I like the collar on it. It's clean. It's classic. Nothing too crazy, and uh, I think it's a nice little mix-up from uh, the normal for them. And then I actually have a clear runaway for my number one. It's pretty plain, but uh, Crystal Palace's third kits, I am absolutely in love with. The different, the light blue sleeves on one side with the white on the other, and then the alternating... uh, Half, half shades of light blue and white with the white shoulders and the black collar and black accents and the black logo and the blacked out badge that doesn't have the outline of the badge. And I think it's a, I just think it all comes together real nice. I haven't seen the shorts to be completely honest, but uh, that, that's just a beauty, a beauty of a kit in my eyes. I got to say, I disagree. <laughs> Yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly with pretty much all three of the kits you picked. I I don't really think any of them are. Worthy I didn't want to repeat on uh, on what you guys said. I fully I agree with the Liverpool one. Liverpool was know. just outside my top five. I also think the collared the collared jersey's great, and just the way the colors are laid against each other, it's 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 a it's a top quality jersey right there. Also, I do have one more I want to mention that I didn't see at the bottom. The Wolverhampton Wanderers, they have an orange kit. I just like any orange jersey pretty much in any sport. They're right. always cool. And, and it's, like that, it's like the Rugrats cassette tape orange, too. It's, like, fucking sweet. Yeah, it's uh. Do you guys have, like, the Rugrats movie on VCR? I, I don't know. It was, an or, it was an orange fucking cassette deck. It was oh. sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Casuals. Clearly Rugrats casuals. <laughs> Who'd even know about Tommy Pickles, Fahey? Tommy Pickles, he was uh the one who wore a baby blue shirt. Yeah, you're a fan of baby blue, huh? Yeah, you're Yeah, you're, I also I also didn't want to repeat like what you guys said. <laughs> I wanted to think outside of the box because cities away should obviously be in there. Uh yeah. that I think that's clearly like the best one. Yeah. Or or the the Newcastle United away ones are also fucking sick though. Yeah, those are those, so yeah, nice. Uh, those so those nice. were those were gonna be easy locks for my top two, but I want to do a branch out, so I chose. But I do in my heart think that that uh, Palace one is the best in the league. I don't really like the way like I like the colors and I like what they're like trying to do, I guess. But it just. It just looks weird. I I don't yeah. know. I love I the colors. The shorts, I just don't like how it's. I made. I love the shoulders. Like from the sleeve above, like the neck and how it goes. I think it's. I think it's amazing. Like the black, like halfway up the shoulder. 
how it like cuts yeah. off the that car. Is nice. I, think. I like that. I love that. It's I just, just the middle for me. It's just having the strict one on one side and one on the other. It just that, I don't know. I just also feel like that wouldn't one like frame you nicely. Just I feel like you wouldn't look good in that. And also like imagine like getting that getting that kit, like being like, Yeah, this is the new one. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is it? It's ha- like, why didn't you just make one jersey of one color? Why half a one, half the other? Yeah, I feel like they could add two nicer jerseys. Yeah, just, just do a third. Have... Just do a third one if you want a blue and a white one. Why fucking? Uh, but, but that's one where more I feel like those colors would look great in some sort of like striped manner. But then it looks too much like Argentina, and you can't have that. Yeah. So I see why they could. did it the way they did it. There are ways were close for me too the the yellow ones because there's a watermark of the eagle and watermarks make everything better. So, but it's the shoulders and the badge really sold it for me because they could have easily went with the regular palace badge on this, but just having it like black outlined and only be black and white really uh really sold it. What's the hype over the badge? Well, like if you look at their away. And then, or their home, and then the third kit, there's like the waves like blue and red and white and all that. And, but the other one's just black and white. And uh, it's cool, I think, when like a team's willing to change that. And like, mm-hmm. oh, like Everton did it. Uh, we spoke about someone else who did it. Uh, Villa did it. Brentford did it. did it. Leeds did it. Uh, Brighton does it, but it doesn't really like match, you know. Uh, Leicester did it. Liverpool's done it. City did it. United did it. <laughs> like every team did it. So I guess really not that special, but uh, yeah, it works. It's a newer. It's it's a newer thing though. Yeah, yeah. I really like Leeds blue kit. I, I, it almost got in my top three, but I don't know. It's okay. Right. Now the bad ones, the ones that will be staying on the shelves. <laughs> Anybody want to kick us um, off with something? I'd, I'd love to start us off here if you don't mind. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I'm gonna be saying what's on everyone's mind when I say this. You know what? I'll mm-hmm. go from I'll go from three to one actually. I'll go from Ooh. three to one. Because one will be a nice little segue. So at three, I have let me just find it. Newcastle's home. I don't like it at all. I think one of my big problems with these is the logo being way too big. It's way too big, way too, way too much space that just takes away from everything. It's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's um, the, why is the blue that bright? I don't like it. Everything else is just so <laughs> plain black and white. And then you just have that popping out in the middle. It looks dumb as can be. Also, if you're going to commit to doing something striped, either stripe it all. Don't have like one stripe in the middle. And like, it's just, that's, it's a train wreck for me. Number two, I talked about it a bit a minute ago because I just it's terrible. Chelsea's home kit. Just pick a pattern. Just why the fuck do you have like a chessboard on one arm, a bunch of squiggly lines in the middle that kind of goes on the other sleeve, but it's a bit different. And then the pattern in the middle of the number. It's just it's terrible. I hate that so much. And I don't know, having that weird cup final logo in the middle, like put that somewhere else. Don't put it right in the middle. Put it like above the Nike logo. That would look ten times better. Um, this is just awful. And then number one, I think this is going to kind of speak for everyone when I say this, so I won't talk much about it. Tottenham's away, kid. There's, there's nothing else to say about it. 
It's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's it's terrible, dude. Yeah. I don't hate it. It's awful. It looks like arcade floor carpet. It looks like Remember how we said at the start? Remember how we said at the start, like, you can be wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's crazy. I just feel like, I don't know, I look cool. Like, I feel like you're going to see, like, (laughs) a lot of, like, douchey white people in New York City wearing this jersey. And that's why it sucks. That's a take. That's I feel like right I feel now. like it's just like it's just in like fashion, you know. Like people wear like ugly shit, like those big ugly Kanye sweaters. Like this is like on par with that. Like this is like if the weatherman foam posits turned into a jersey, and they both suck. No, it's like a Van Gogh made a jersey. It's kind of sweet. Weatherman foams are sweet. Yeah, I'm oh, talking about. <laughs> also, yeah. weatherman foams were awesome. Those things yeah. are fucking gross. All right. Well, I, I agree that the Spurs things are gross, but I, I can't. I'm just going to move on from the weatherman phone. We'll agree to disagree on the shoes. Uh, I'm going to yeah. send you guys all the Spurs jerseys, <laughs> but in, in, not in your size, though. So it's just going to be like kind of a slap in the face. <laughs> That's uh, okay. <laughs> your size is too small. You try to put it on. And, and like, and pay for shipping from Europe. All right. With that. Fair enough. What about Norwich City? I hated Norwich cities. Yeah. Yellow and green. That's gross. Gross. Absolutely gross. Which is crazy because their aways are so cool. Yeah. Like they just it's, they just shit. It's their down. colors though. It's their colors though. Like it's hard to make it work. I feel like somehow they could have, but wait, their know. colors are yellow and green? Yeah. You yeah. go primary green, yellow accents. 100%. Do it like, the, do it like 100%. the Ducks do. 100%. Plus, uh, should, or just make your colors the away kit colors because that's so much better in every way. Just, yeah, completely change the branding of the team. and Just rebrand it. It looks yeah. so much better. I'm with you. Or just contact, like, the people at Nike and, like, the people at Oregon, whoever they make their jersey. Yeah, just say, how do you guys do it? We want to do it. Yeah. For uh, for all the good jerseys there are in this, there's definitely a couple, like pretty bad ones. Like the Spurs third kit is absolutely garbage. Terrible. That the purple and yellow thing, and then one that I actually think this I think is the worst one in the league. It's Arsenal's third kit. It looks like a bus seat on a city bus. <laughs> and it, it or the carpet of a movie theater. It is one of the most disgusting things ever i it looks straight out of the 70s and i think it's worse than either. what is it what does it look like it looks like uh like picture a bus seat or a movie theater carpet it's like uh i'm imagining it like those like oh i see it oh my god yeah that's hideous it's gross i think it's worse than either of the spurs one to be honest because at least spurs took like art like they kind of tried to like you know like design this just looks terrible terrible you know speaking of that i hate manchester united's blue kit i think it looks disgusting i think it the 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 one that looks like uh i don't know it looks like this light blue and white it's just oh the throwback one i think they're awesome the one with the the striped one yeah disgusting oh i think they're awesome i'm not gonna say that's disgusting Not going to say I love it, but not going to say it's disgusting by any means. Disgusting. The one that I don't like, and I just don't know why. It's not, like, terrible. I just don't like it. Everton's away. 
the, the black ones. and orange one the, or the, the black, black and red one i just hate yeah. that sash down the middle i hate it yeah no it looks very peruvian it's just plus That's it doesn't it match about. their other ones at all like it doesn't why the other ones are blue white and yellow they look fine and then they go with that it's no, just no. there's no continuity there i have two like really awful ones that you guys didn't even mention watford's home jerseys no. Look like no, they no. look You're like crazy. The, first of all, the logo oh, looks like it's out of a cartoon, and second off, oh, they're gonna look like bumblebees. The bumblebees, oh, yeah, it's not a bad bumblebee, though. It's way better than like the yeah. Steelers' bumblebee ones. I don't know I though, because they don't, the Steelers at least don't have that big, dumb, fucking comic sans logo right in the middle. I think that makes it. I yeah, think like, it just, like, I think it just looks like a fake team, like a, an extra com. team, like. In fuck like the te- the first team they play in the longest yard before they get to like the real team. That is kind of what they are. So <laughs> yeah, they, they are kind of like a fake. They'll I be like they'll it. be gone next year. Yeah. So. And then the other one that I thought was shitty was Newcastle United's home. They look like yes. fucking refs. Yeah. I'm with I, Hughes. I like the more stripes. They've done the more yeah. stripes before and it looks much I, better. I prefer this one. I love that really? collar that comes down like it's the old school type. Oh, collar. I, I the mean, collar's I nice. The collar's nice with the buttons. I like that. That's where it ends for me though. That's where the liking ends. Uh, and I love their kit sponsor. They that kit sponsor is amazing. I think it's their first year with them. It's uh no, nice. I had it last year too. Did they have it last year? Yeah, and the fans were outraged, as was I. It's disgusting. How do you like that, dude? It's oh, like, not the kit, not not the the shirt spot, like the the maker, the maker. Oh, of the Castor, Castor, yeah, yeah. yeah. Castore. I there for sure. I really like. I thought you were yeah. talking about Fun eighty eight, the anime producer, sick bastard. Uh-huh. Chelsea's third kits are garbage, garbage. Whoa, I don't know. It's just it's like a pale orange and like light and dark blue spatters, like. Yeah, I see it. Oh, God, that's gross. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. See, I'm just going off the link that I had from Walker, so that doesn't even have all of them, it looks like. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. I, I really want to like the, like, orange number like that, too, so it hurts. Oh, me, no. So. Oh, right. no, like, Again, I don't like go, the jersey. Go, <laughs> what are you talking we go, about? We go back to it. This is, very, this is opinionated, but no, you're I'm, wrong. You're I didn't wrong. say I like the jersey at all. I just said I like the style of the number in orange, and I just wish it was a better jersey around the number. But I just I'm saying, can you agree with that? No, I I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna help you out. Maybe this information that could be useful. But that's not like the player's number. That's uh, their sponsor. That's the what? So everyone has. So everyone, to be fair, I didn't, no, yes. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. Everyone has the number yes, three. Everyone I did not know that either. It would be cool if it was the same. Number three okay. has it on so, both sides. Yeah. Knowing that, I'm going to change my answer. Tottenham's away moves down to two. Chelsea's home kit is the worst kit then. Their home, you think their third kit's better than their home kit? Dude, I hate the three-pattern bullshit. It's terrible. It's disgusting. This really, like, truly does look like shit, though. <laughs> it, okay, it does look terrible. It's terrible. Except the yellow ones are all right, but Owen doesn't like those either. So are Chelsea the, the overall losers of the kits? Wow. I'm just so like, disappointed so. that that's not the jersey. Number. I mean, yeah. to be honest, the Spurs no. home isn't that ugly. It's not I'm, that ugly. No, it's I'm just plain. I'm going to go out on a limb and okay. say City are. 
Get the fuck out of here. You can't have the best kit in the league. No, and then, you can. No, no you, you can. can. When and you put out, no, when you you put out two more garbage ones no. and the fact that their goalkeeper kit Show me the should other be their third Show kit. me the third. Show me Look the third. Look it up. Look it up. City third? The, the Man City, it has – the Puma's right here, right underneath. Oh, wait. Is it – oh, my God. Is it, it the looks, spider? No, no, no. no it's a plain navy. It looks like a T-shirt you get. At a oh, wait. Spot. No, I'm sorry. I'm looking That's at the 2020, 2021 one. Oh, I, yeah. I see it. I see it. I see it. It, it looks, looks like, like, it's it just looks a, like a warm-up kit, to be honest. Hey, oh, look, wait. Again, that's again, it? Again, again, that's just plain. That's like, not ugly. I, I, this I, I think yeah. it's pretty ugly. No, no. No, no, no. no, no. That's right. this year. I'll show you. you yeah, oh, and I saw that one, too. No, it's literally – it looks like a, a baseball, like, batting It looks like a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Again, shirt though. that like the Lakers would wear to warm up before they step on the court. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> a shirt that the Harlem Globe Trotters would wear. No, because it's nowhere near as cool as what the Harlem Globe Trotters would wear. That's the problem. This one I want. <laughs> that just just look that does just look like a t shirt from it like, looks Express. like a t shirt. And it makes me mad that it just looks like a t shirt. Like, I can't enough, say that that makes them the losers just because exactly. of how sick they're away. And then go no, but then go look at their goalkeeper uniform and tell me why they leave that masterpiece for goalkeepers. There's some look, of the brave soldiers in the I'm fine. I'm fine if the third kit becomes a keeper kit because I think that looks more like a keeper kit than the keeper. Um, like, is, is it the black one with like the yellow and white lines through it? Yeah, like the yellow, green, and blue lines going. Through oh, it. dude, that's nice. That yeah. is nice. And if that was a regular jersey, exactly. I, I'd buy that now, and I hate City. Exactly. Like, that's look, all three of Chelsea's, though, are arguably ugly, though. That's all true. All three of Chelsea's are absolutely that's miserable. True. And the three is terrible. I've hated the three since they got there. I like it. I like the no, sponsor. Yokohama Tires was so much better. Uh, I, I agree with that. So much I agree with that. I like the sponsor. It gives me Irish national team vibes. Well, and how did I know that that three isn't the jersey number? I can't shake that out of my head, and like it's just, it just—it sucks now. Brentford also has two disgustingly bad kits. No, no, yeah, no, no, I didn't no, like no, Brentford's no, no, either. I, I didn't want to say that it, sponsor looks. I like terrible. the red and white. I like uh, the red Brentford. How do you get? A, what the fuck is that star? It's a starfish. It's, it's like Patrick Hollywood. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're like Hollywood sides even. Patrick. Hollywood. Can I make the sides even? See, no, I like I like the red and white stripes. I, and then the yellow ones. I saw I like the yellow the, one in action last week against United, and it yeah. was. Ugh. I like what they it's did not, with the badge, terrible. changing the badge color. That definitely yeah. helped it. But not, I hate I hate running I around Chelsea, the pitch looking Chelsea, like a highlighter. Chelsea, exactly, and Chelsea have a highlighter. They kit, do, and then two god awful kits. To me, Chelsea Fair. runs away with worst collective kits. Hundred percent. Who wins? For me, wins. I have a shout that you're probably not going to agree with. Uh I think it's just. Wait, I need to look up their third real quick because that changes everything. I don't know what I'm going to look up this team's third kit, and if the third kit's nice, I'm going to say them. Yeah, I can't tell. I don't know what this team's third kit is, so I'm just going to say them anyways. It's Villa for me. Okay. It's Aston Villa, 100%. Because I think their away is a top-tier, top-three without question. And their home is just clean. Like, I'm noticing now it's like a checkered pattern, but it's not like a big checkered pattern. It's just like small little rectangles, and I think that's great. 
The sleeves being a different color than the torso is great. That blue is great. The maroon-ish thing, two-toned in the torso is great. I think, barring whatever their third kit is, they are my clear undisputed winner. Um, I'm... What's the way this? 21. Where is the third kit? I'm going to go with Brighton. I'm going to go Brighton. Really? Yeah, I I told you a few days ago I'm a sucker, just like Baby Blue. I'm even more of a sucker for Mint Green. Dude, that kid uh, is so good. And then I love... You call yourself a sucker so far. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time Faye calls himself a sucker. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, the original like homes with the blue and white stripes and the yellow Nike logo is always going to be a classic. I'm kind of disappointed they took away the collar, but they kept the collar for their yellow and blue third kits. And uh, I don't know. It's just, I like them. I would say them or uh, Everton, 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 the Toffees. Toffees are solid. Um, I, 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 I lean more towards Hughes with Aston Villa. Over over Brighton, but over both them, I'm I'm putting Leeds United because to finish in style, you have to look good, feel good, play good. That's what they're gonna do. You guys have seen their homes and the ways. I think their homes are solid. You cannot go wrong with that look. They got the MLS stripe, but who cares? Their their badge even looks nice. And then I like what they did on the uh, away kit. Third kit though, oop, can you see it? It's lavender. Do you see yeah. that? Well, that's nice. there, guys. Yeah, that's a nice, nice kit. They, they're going to look good every game they play. They're going to play good, feel good. And I, I don't know. I feel like all the other ones who have a top, top kit, Aston Villa is up there. It's either Leeds or Aston Villa. Oh, Brighton's – oof, there's also good. I don't know. I, I don't think Aston Villa's are that cool. They're fine, I guess, but – I guess, <sighs> I guess maybe oh, they look so good here. with the claret and the baby blue and then the white with the maroon and then it looks so good Dude, I didn't think someone could be so wrong so much when talking about these jerseys you've done it <laughs> you've fucking done it bud I, I mean, who's your favorite I don't know uh, I think <laughs> Leeds United deserves a spot if, if Man City didn't have such an ugly third kit I think they would be the pick I agree I might say Everton, though. I just – I don't know. They have three yeah. different jerseys. It's like they're all trying something. I, I can see what Hughes said about, like, the away one kind of being dumb. But I just like the colorway so much. That just wins me over. Like, a black and red jersey pretty much always looks nice. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just think, like, it just doesn't yeah. fit is the only thing. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, no, I'm completely with you there. It's just like, fuck it, though, really. Other than that, it's fine. Yeah, but I mean, Aston Villas are just like boring. That's just like, eh. That doesn't really get me excited. A black and red jersey gets me excited. A weird tire stripe gets me excited. <laughs> a blue tire stripe. A blue half pattern, excited. Their home kit is really nice. Yeah, it's clean. It just it like catches the eye too. Burnley only released home. one kit this year so far. Yeah, because they don't have any money to design it in a way. But the it looks exactly like nice. Aston Villas. The sleeves on Burnley are nice. Yeah, it's a it's a simple blue collar jersey for the bluest of collar teams. Dude, I'm sick of Burnley. They need to go down. They need to go down. Already. They will never go down. Burnley are invincible. They're invincible. Or no, they're not invincible. But you know, 
inevitable. You know who you know who is inevitable and invincible and all of those things that are just great and awesome and righteous in this world. The U.S. men's national team and Greg Berhalter are all of those things. We won against Mexico. Dosa zero. It was amazing. Did Owen and, and Hughes? Did you guys catch any of the game at all? Uno. Uno. Uno yeah. zero. No, Dosa zero on the season. Uno yeah. zero on the night. I, I saw the I saw the winning header. It was it was nice, it was right? Those elite. Miles Robinson. Everybody, he mean, was he was big time two years ago. Everybody forgot that. I don't I don't know the soccer terminology, but I'll put it in the basketball terminology terminology that I know. That's just that's just meet me at the rim at its finest. He just went up there and went and got it. Just dunked on that kid. I mean, feel bad for the kid that got just absolutely hurtled oh. to get that header on him. I mean, you just you can't live that down. It's just embarrassing. Sure. But you know what? That's what happens. If, if you come at the Kings, you best not miss. That's all I'll say. Yeah. My favorite part about it was the questionable offsides. As, uh, it would have it made me – obviously happy it went in, but just the fact that it's debatable, so much happier. Because then now they have something to cry about. You know? <laughs> just like, oh, the dodgy offsides. Like, oh, dodgy fucking second place medal you got around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So – Oh, triste. Perfect. Also, a little controversy, don't I we? Think, what was it? Like 43 total fouls in the game? Yeah, awesome game. Just dirty. Only, what, three yellow cards, I think? Somehow, Hector Herrera was on the yeah. field after kicking <laughs> Eric Williamson in the head. Just kicked him in the head straight I up. did see. I did see a, a still image of that. That's impressive. Like, I get yeah. it. It's fucked up and, like, obviously not allowed. Dude, that's impressive. If you it's can kick someone how, in the head like that, like, I mean, that's a that's a feat. He, he, he is a right professional there. athlete, and Eric Williams is probably like five <laughs> nine. Yeah, short. I, I think it's five nine is not short. Five nine is not short. Anything over six foot short. Well, if you're five nine, you round up to five ten. If you're five ten, basically five eleven. Five eleven, yeah. I mean, Every five nine, basically five ten, rounds up to five eleven, which is six foot and Tim. So we're all good here. We're all good. <laughs> oh, geez, that's some logic. That is some doubt. Wow. And you got to admit, it checks out. But uh, shout out to the Mexican fans for not throwing anything on the field this time. And um, no homophobic win. chance. <laughs> homophobic. Uh, but who, who knew, who knew you had to go to Vegas to get classy people? I don't know. I mean, it was basically an away game. So that was pretty, it was was an intense crowd. It was a good crowd. Like, like I told you with Morikawa, scumbags are born there. No. Normal people move. No, No, it's the other way around. What? <laughs> no, I, no. I, I give you one example. Paulie Shore recently moved there. Scumbag. I can give you another one. Bryce no, Harper, born there. Scumbag. scumbag. Yeah. 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 Scumbags are born there. Any anything to do with Vegas yeah. doesn't involve a weekend not trip good. is kinda of scummy. A weekend trip. And even scummy. that is scummy. Yeah, it's <laughs> a scummy mean, destination. Dude. All the, things yeah. considered, of all the places you could go, it's scummy. Well, it's twenty first birthday. What are you gonna go to Foxwoods or Atlantic City? No. I was going to Look, if you, I to mean, Hogan. come on. Okay. Oh, he, yeah, you go to Vegas. You go to Vegas. No, you you go to New Orleans. 
We're, we're we're in, New Orleans. Orleans. in New Orleans. In, 20, in 2021, you go to Nashville, especially if you're white. That's facts. You go like, to Nashville. You Nashville. You go to Nashville. I can't argue with that. I I can. I there's there's what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Qualifier. Yeah. That alongs with the people that are there and that also the memories that are made. But like you tell me you wouldn't want to go to Vegas because like going to Vegas and just like not sleeping for four days and coming back either <laughs> down twenty K or up twenty K is there's probably no better feeling in the world. I can't argue maybe with when, that either. Maybe when yeah, you're down well, twenty. Right, tell like, me one. Tell me one movie that takes place in Las Vegas that ends well. The Hangover. hangover. They, find well. the hangover. Nope. they find their nope. friend. They don't find it. He's also. Really I'm not not the best movie guy to be talking to. To be honest. What do you mean they absolutely find their friend in the the marriage, like the wedding? What do you mean? Yeah, and didn't they find like a bunch of money at the end of the first one? I don't think so. Maybe. I think, I think, I think you just sense. pulled that question out not knowing that the <laughs> biggest movie about Vegas is the easiest answer in the world. I don't think the biggest movie about Vegas is The Hangover. What is it? 21? Casino. Oh, uh, Ooh, 21. Casino. 21's a good Casino. Casino. I mean, 21 is a good Vegas. shout, but it's not like bigger than The Hangover. What's The Godfather? <laughs> is The Godfather a casino movie? No. Oh, casino. Godfather 2. Is, okay, is t- I think sorry, I didn't realize any movie about movie. casinos is suddenly about Vegas. No, just well, casino. Dude, he had to kill his brother because of the casino movie. I casino. don't think it's not a casino movie. <laughs> Fredo <laughs> took over the casino and he had to get killed because of it. But Spoiler okay. alert for anyone out there. If anybody hasn't seen The Godfather yet, they can go fuck themselves. Fair <laughs> point. <laughs> That's also <laughs> a really good point. Um, so, uh, since we're on, what's everyone's favorite movie? What's everyone's favorite movie? Uh, yeah. Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Lame. Yeah. Next. Shit. Me and Walker saw that in, in theaters on my fifth birthday. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, is that also your I favorite as well? No, I, I actually do not like Episode Three. You're a man of culture. <laughs> oh, I love Star Wars. Oh, never mind. Um, I, I'm an episode two guy myself, but that's probably not my favorite. Oh my God. Yo, he said, yo, he said, he doesn't, oh my God, that's crazy. You're so cringe, dude, with your Jersey choices saying you like episode two. Episode two is oh, fucking God. sick, dog. No. As, and no. young Walker would turn over in his grave if he heard you say that. <laughs> episode two. We loved episode two, Walker. Look, it's not bad, but like watching it now, like. The fight scenes are sick. Look, the fight scenes are sick, but episode three is sicker. And the, like, what what is supposed to be sixteen year old Anakin hitting on Padme like straight face is like so much. It's hilarious every time. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just a, a nice bit of levity. Like Fahey and Nick Hughes, I would heavily recommend just watching the Anakin scenes in episode two, where he like he uses the force to like slice a pear. It's so fucking. I mean, dumb. I've seen them all. I've, yeah, I've seen. Them I have all. yet to see a Star Wars. All right, well that's that's upsetting. I sorry, I'm a man of culture. I'm a man of. What's your, what's your favorite movie, buddy? Fucking Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. What? Gene Wilderhead. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> oh that's good 
fucking i mean it is the the greatest comedy writer of all time maybe mel brooks wrote Spaceballs, star wars oh what a movie Spaceballs is yeah me and walker watched that so many times that the the dvd doesn't even work anymore that'll happen yeah Oh, Blazing Saddles looks hilarious. Just it's, looking at it yeah. is no, it's hilarious. It's it looks. A, I'm just looking at the pictures, and it looks hilarious. It, it looks like it that is. space movie from it, 1992. It is. It's it's pretty much the same thing, except it's better done. Except it's better done. Yeah, it looks along those lines. So, <laughs> uh, Jaws is also up there. The original Jaws is one of Jaws. my favorite movies. Um, what? Jaws? Jaws, yeah, it's a classic. It changed the way people see Don't you live in water. Florida? Why why do you like Jaws? Doesn't that make you scared? I gotta, I gotta Jaws takes to go place plug in, in the northeast. It takes place in the northeast. Yeah, but like the water. The water. Aren't you just well, scared? N- no. There's, no. What if there's a Jaws? Maybe I'll get a movie then. <laughs> You'll get a fucking book deal. <laughs> Nicholas, what's your favorite movie, man? Uh, sorry, you got to give me one second. I got to grab my computer charger. All right, well, let's guess while Hughes grabs truck all the way upstairs. Nick's, fa- Nick's favorite movie is um, Bridges of Madison County. Here he comes with some more bullshit again. Cider House Rule. <laughs> Bridge to Parabithia. One of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> Please don't hate on that movie. It is Please. a sad movie. I, and do you guys remember like the trailers for that? And you guys are a little older than me, so you didn't have like the wanderlust that I had. But the trailers <laughs> made that movie look so cool. It really did. You thought it Especially was be, having like, read the book before seeing the movie. Uh, and I didn't because I was like oh. six. Oh wait, you couldn't read. No, I, couldn't read. I just <laughs> I just chose not to. I was six. I was doing awesome shit. Here's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our like our uncle says, you can read when you're dead. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's Sorry, I was a nerd. His favorite movie, one of the shittier Fast and Furiouses. So anything after Tokyo Drift. Dude, shut no, your mouth. Tokyo Drift is elite. No, dude. Tokyo Drift is the last. Like no, and movie. Fast and Furious. Every Fast and Furious. Look at this. Actually, on the topic, look at this fucking movie collection right here, boys. <laughs> How many of those are Fast and Furious? Uh, <laughs> all the ones except for the newest one. Dom Toretto busts out of your walls. The um, fuck? Well, to answer your question, Owen, my favorite is The Departed. Oh, that's a great oh, one. Wow. It's, it's just good. Wow. It's, it's, a great just good. Yeah. it's just good. With a close second being The Dark Knight. With a close second being Ooh. The Italian Job. <laughs> great movie. Shut your mouth. The Italian great job movie. Is a great movie. Great yeah. movie. And then a, to round out the top three, remember the Titans. I've watched that movie easily Ooh, over a hundred times. Another good movie. Overrated movie. Shut the fuck uh, up, Fahey. What the fuck? Why do you say overrated, these things? Dude. Why do you say these things? It's no, a good movie. Get it. It's a good movie, but it does. A great come. movie. No, Why yeah, do you say these good. things it knowing it's just going to be a great movie, but it does not even hold a candle. Couldn't even wash the blind side's jockstrap. You're out of your yeah, mind. Yeah, you know, but here's the thing. The blind side is a real story. Yeah. Remember the They're Titans also two different completely movies. made up. Like, mo- like, almost all the movie is completely made up. In a isn't movie. it, isn't it like story. a legitimate real story? Yeah, no, so, like, but also, Fahey, like, I became genuinely upset when I found out none of the games were close. They blew out every team by, like, 70. 
Also, the schools were already uh, racially integrated for years before that. All right, so I didn't they, even know that. They now embellished a little and they didn't, they didn't go to Gettysburg either. Like, no, the whole story is fucking made up. That I, that there, I could There believe. definitely wasn't a gay kid on the team either. I'm going to say also, that. Also, that was before kid. his time, right, Walker? Before his time. Exactly. That was before, before Sunshine could have lived. Yeah, no, this, the whole story is basically made up. Uh, see, so that's just they had to make it up to make it happen. Exactly, because it's but a they great made it story. good, and it's that's what movies story. are. It's just nobody even knows, even knows that it's fake. It, it's yeah. sold off as a real well, story. Okay, okay. And okay. Fahey, that's why it's saying so based on a true story. So it's not telling this. the true story. So it's just based on the true story. Did Sandra Bullock pick up Michael Orr in a Mercedes Benz? A white lady did. A white lady did. Sandra Bullock. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. That it was that lady though. It was whoever Sandra Bullock was playing. And did they have Taco Bell on Thanksgiving? Yes. No. Yes, yes, no. they did. Yes, Probably. They, did. they looked like a bunch of yeah. dirtbags. Yeah, they were. They were what do you mean they looked like a bunch of dirtbags? Because they were, they were rich fucking dirtbags. They're southern yeah. dirtbags. They weren't rich white people. They were like fake rich white people living in the south. Come on. They yeah. bought him a truck. Because <laughs> um, he couldn't fit in any other truck. car. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hughes. Just because you can't fit in a normal car doesn't make a truck not expensive. You think that part <laughs> of the story also, is real? But also, what makes a truck more expensive yeah, than like the I, Mercedes she was driving? They well, look could have got price, on that. Look at the prices of G- trucks like in Mercedes today. Like a Ford F one fifty, like nicely equipped, is eighty grand. How do you know like, his was nicely equipped? Wait, because also, it was. Let me just drop some knowledge on you. This lady who picked up Michael Orr. Her and her husband own more than 85 fast food franchises. Yeah, they were rich. Taco Bell, KFC. Ah. So that's oh, why they ate Taco Bell no, on Thanksgiving. No, don't try yeah. They definitely had the Taco Bell don't, on Thanksgiving. And it was product it. placement. Don't try and flip it. They were it rich product as hell. Placement. They were rich as hell, 100%. And they also had Taco Bell for Thanksgiving. All right. Okay. And they but, probably bought him a truck. Yeah, True story nice. took no creativity. A, a platinum. No, it took a lot of creativity. None. 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 They just ripped the real story and just made it a movie. You got to embellish. You got to give the people what they want. You think know. Sunshine yeah. actually hit a kid with a ball in the head from 90 yards away? No. No shot. No, no um, shot. I thought Sunshine was. wasn't a real person. And Jerry didn't get hurt till after the season ended. It's all just a whole lot of hoopla. It is. I don't know. It's a banger of a movie, though. It is. I, I, thought of my, banger. Banger. I thought of my favorite. In, in Fahey's spirit of keeping everything accurate, it's Goodfellas. Ooh, Goodfellas is a great movie. That Every, is very, very good. Everything can be a Goodfellas reference. There's so many great scenes. And, like, it starts the first Oh, wait, time. wait, wait. I got to unplug. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Goodfellas poster number one. Oh, damn. Wait. Goodfellas poster number two. When, I think this might be the one with my dad's face. No, my dad has another one with his face on it. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think that one's up in his office. <laughs> I I can't even make that up if I wanted to. Ooh. I think it's him over. It's either him over Leota or De Niro. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Ray Leota. Yeah, it's definitely over Leota. Ray Leota. <laughs> it's definitely oh him. It's Henry Hill. You know, I I don't know him from that movie. I know him from the B movie. Ray Leota. Yeah, when it's Ray Leota's honey. And he goes to, I don't know him from any other movie but that. But like, you know him for his wildly botched plastic surgery jobs that got spawned. Like he was paid to get plastic surgery for something and it just turned him into an absolute demon. Yeah, <laughs> the guy. But in Goodfellas, he was sick. 
it, oh, like, yeah. like I was gonna, I was gonna say, like the first time you watch it, I feel like it's a drama. Like you're like, oh fuck, like what's gonna happen? And then by like the tenth time you watch it, it's just like a dark comedy. It is. It really is. B movie? No, B movies are just an awful movie. The first time okay. I watched B movie, I got vi- I got violently ill, and I just I always associate the B movie with illness. So that's the B movie is one of the greatest movies of all time. See, I, I love Jerry Seinfeld. I would love to love the B movie. No, you hate Jerry Seinfeld. I love no Jerry Seinfeld. No I've, seen, I've seen every episode of Seinfeld. One of my mom's <laughs> friends was on Seinfeld one time, the Muffin Top episode. This the B movie is his greatest ever piece of work. Not true. The comedian. Wow. Jerry no, Seinfeld's the... the comedian. You haven't even seen it. I can see uh, the look on his face. What about comedians uh, in cars <laughs> getting coffee? Okay, Hughes. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's the B movies. If you're, definitely someone, if you're someone's dad, <laughs> like once you have once you have a kid, then you're allowed to watch comedians in cars getting coffee. But as a as a just regular adult man, eh. not allowed. No, it's allowed. It's just frowned upon. I think. Fair enough. Well, uh. I think that does it. That does it. Good. I need to go run a Chipotle. Cap off the episode USA. a little bit of USA, a little USA. bit of movies, a little bit of everything, and just the final piece. Nick Hughes, what are you getting from Chipotle? And that's uh, how we're gonna sign off. Oh wait, also I, I have one more thing before we I start. guess that's not how we're gonna sign off. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this happened um, last week as we a, talked for another hour. <laughs> no, I just have one small thing. We can okay, dude. Okay. This is this is my segment. Um as some as some listeners may know, Nick Hughes has a podcast called the Hughes Report. This right here is had, the Hughes Retort. Had. This is the Hughes Retort. We're coming at you, buddy. Who are your guests? I never got an intro to any of your guests. Who's Henry Lewis? How am I supposed to know who he is? <laughs> you gotta intro him. You gotta introduce your fucking guests and his qualifications. That's what I gotta say to you. I didn't get introduced with my qualifications. Yeah, exactly. Called, we I, don't I have any. <laughs> <laughs> I called you the man, the myth, the legend. That is a fair point. And you got introduced as the cold keeper much later. Also, we run things differently. I'm just, I don't know how oh. things at the at the Hughes Report podcast. <laughs> Double <laughs> standards, man. Uh, the Hughes Retort. Yeah, that was the Hughes Retort. <laughs> that was a good one, Owen. That was a good one. Uh, I've been right. planning it for weeks. I, I, I know. I've been made aware of it. You've been made aware of it. Damn it. I wanted it to be in secret, really. <laughs> I feel like Why now I have everyone? to bring the Hughes Why Report back everyone? just what? so you can do the Hughes Retort every week. Yeah, so we can. Be, it can be like The Walking Dead as their follow-up show. <laughs> I'll just give you my notes. On, on <laughs> the Hughes Report. The Hughes Report after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bring you on. We'll do an exit interview. There we go. That's what we need. <laughs> I'll, I'll produce it if you want, Nick. Seriously. I have experience. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I guess you did go to fucking Syracuse, like literally broadcast. Like I did run a radio show for years. Oh, Look at that, yeah. ran a radio show for years. There's my qualifications, and all my guests had none of that, which is why I didn't include it. Uh, all right, well, get, give them my best. That was that was my. What are you getting from Chipotle? Now we can end up. Yeah, that concludes the Hughes retort. Yeah. Um, now on to the Hughes order. Um, by Marlboro Red. <laughs> we go, we go burrito. We go white rice. 
black beans, go chicken, wait for them to put the first scoop, then say double chicken so they don't, okay. you know, compromise the first scoop. Then we go with the hot salsa. We go with sour cream, cheese, and lettuce. And then side of chips. No guac? I hate guac. Respect don't even that. don't respect even that. don't even try fuck guac you, with me. <laughs> you but fucking I, bullshit I are you. I don't respect the burrito move as a bowl is clearly superior. See, I was a big bowl guy for quite a long time, and you gotta use the the chips as a fork when when scooping out, and that's how you eat it. But I uh I've been on a bit of a burrito, you know, adventure lately, and it's been treating me well, so I'm gonna stick with it for a little longer. Hmm. But if I were to switch it up, it would be bowl, exact same thing with chips, and I just use the chips as a fork and scoop it on out. No tortillas mm. on the side? I mean, with a bowl, yes, but not with a burrito. No, no, the tortilla no, on the side is a jabroni move. Oh, you're out of your mind. The tortilla no, on the side is a classic what you do is you take, a, you take a scoop with the chip, and that's your fork, then you rip off a bit of tortilla, put it on top of the scoop on the no, chip, and then eat it like that. That just sounds like eating with extra steps. No, see, Fahir, I'm going to tell it you is. how it really goes down, how real Mexican food goes you down. You probably get your burritos double-wrapped, Owen. I don't want to no, hear No, I'm not a jackass like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even go to Chipotle most times because I live in fucking, like, the Mexican heartland. There's well, no goddamn Mexican food well, here. Chipotle's more authentic than most Mexican tacos. Not here. Because it's just... Not here. No, every, even in Mexico. That's why there are Chipotle's in Mexico because it's better. All right, but I mean, the real way you eat fucking Mexican food is your wella makes you fucking eggs and potatoes and fucking beans, and you scoop it up with a tortilla, and that's how you should treat the chipotle like real fucking homemade Mexican food. You just grab a piece of tortilla and grab it with your hands and make a little taco and eat it. That's how you fucking eat it, or you eat a burrito. Fuck the bowl. That's the burrito's like the greatest invention of all time. It holds all I your agree. food. Like perfectly, and you can like hold it while you eat. You could eat a burrito with one hand. You could like fucking do other stuff with that other hand. You can't like eat a bowl with one hand. You have to. Yeah, you can. You got to put on your. No, you got to stabilize. You got to stabilize the bowl with the one hand as you go to scoop with the other hand. Less mess. Not less mess. What? Much less. The the burrito. There's no trash with a burrito. Potentially, way less mess with a burrito. Yeah, but there's a lot of uh, area to just. Kerfumble all over. Yeah, just don't be a jerk off and kerfumble yeah. it. Just, I mean, it dude, just eat it over a plate right, and let the plate not, catch whatever falls. Well, the, all right, then there's more steps. Again, we're saying one hand jobs to driving. Drive. You can eat a bowl while driving. I've eaten In so what many. Way? You put it on your lap. You put it on your lap. <laughs> You're you like a jerk the... off who eats cereal while they drive. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no. I you mean, put it on the center I... console, drive with the left. Yeah, and then fucking crash your car into the center median no. while you're trying to eat a bite of burrito bowl. <laughs> okay, then you could crash your car into the center median when the fucking boiling queso comes out onto your lap after the jackass didn't fold it correctly. Like, <laughs> See, that's the problem. If they fold it incorrectly, you say, motherfucker, do that again. They're getting paid to do it. There's, you think you're going to walk out of the place without it done correctly? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, come yes. on. Because you're not going to be able to tell. You're going to be thinking about what you're I'm watching them do it. What you're do you never mean you're not going to be able to tell? It's, it's me. I'm going to notice it. Yeah. I, uh, this, this, is, this has been a blasphemous episode of We Call It Soccer. That's from how it top goes. to bottom, from beginning to end, from middle Oof. to wherever we are now. Uh, I hope you guys tune in next week. Be safe. 
Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Nick Hughes, for joining us on this magical, magical evening. Uh, Go, go, USA. Go, go, USA.